Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and tonight we are talking, going to be talking about a topic that um, kind of just intrigued me recently. I've I've been talking to a lot of friends of mine, and some of them had partners promising them things, like, I promise I'll call you, I promise we'll see each other. And then recently, uh, I chose to get engaged. So that's like, a, you know, in most people's realities, there's a really, really big promise. So I wanted to look at tonight, um, or whatever time you're listening to this at, I really wanted to look at uh, the promises and the promises we make to each other, um, especially in relationship, uh, and the promises that we make to ourselves. I know that I've made a lot of promises to myself. So before we get started too far into this, I just wanted to introduce myself to all of you guys. If you're brand new listeners to the show, if you are old-time listeners to try and make this interesting to you, and I want to thank you for listening in again. Uh, so I have chosen to create this show um, mostly because I enjoy bodies. I really enjoy touching bodies. I really enjoy um, contributing to bodies in a way that allows them to have more ease, to have change, to have uh, fun and play. Like, Part of my study for like the last over 20 years has been working with energy work and body work. Um, and it's funny, sometimes I'll say, guys will ask me, so what do you do? I'm like, I do body work. And they're like, you fix cars? I'm like, no, I don't fix cars. I do body work. I work on bodies. Oh, that kind of body work. And they're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. But I'm like, yeah, body work. So some of the body work that I have studied over the years, one of them uh, is a somatic uh, body work, which really works with uh, when you body, it also releases a lot of emotional stuff and can really start to move and change a lot of old patterns and habits. And uh, just my love of change and changing patterns, um, and I have some kind of crazy ability to perceive patterns as well. And I also like to change the patterns is that I also chose to start to do some work called the bars from access consciousness, which is a phenomenal body of work that really starts to unlock you from all your limitations that are like patterns that you've been holding on to forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And sometimes those patterns that we've created are actually patterns that come from promises we've made to others, to ourselves. Uh, and sometimes we go completely, totally um, opposite to what our promise was. For example, uh, some of us, and none of you guys have done this, only I have, you know, you've dated somebody and, you know, upon the breakup, you're like, I am never going to date somebody like that again. So all of those things, all of those things of never, never, I'm never, 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 those are all vows to yourself, promises that you're making to yourself. 
so we do that a lot, a lot, a lot, don't we? So one of the things that um, I love to offer on this show is a little different point of view on things and also some clearings uh, energetically for whatever is coming up for you as well. So one of my very favorite clearings to use is a clearing from Access Consciousness um, that involves promises. And I'm going to keep it really simple for you guys tonight. There's a really long version of this, and I'm just going to keep it simple. So you can literally just ask for all the promises that you have made to yourself to destroy and uncreate times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So you can say to yourself, so all the promises I made to myself today... I now destroy and uncreate them all times for Godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Um, the other day, I, I put a lot of interesting um, rules onto myself. Like I was doing some projects for a friend of mine, and I, I put this uh, rule on it. I have to have it done by Saturday morning. And I know it would have been a greater contribution if I had actually finished it by Saturday morning, and I just wasn't showing up in my world to have that um, to have that. So I promised myself and then I started to beat myself up going, oh my God, I can't believe I got sidetracked. Oh my God, I can't believe I, and I just started to crap on myself. And, you know, as I'm crapping on myself, I'm wondering, oh, what's going on with my body? And my body doesn't feel so good. And I'm putting all this pressure onto myself that was like self-imposed totally and completely. So, you know, and and I could sit here and go, oh, I promise I'm never going to self-impose crap on myself again. Uh, how likely is that? <laughs> so, um, instead of lying to myself, I'd really like to look at something and go, okay, so what can I be or do different the next time so that I can have more ease in my body, my life? So this show, The Pleasure Zone, uh, we often talk about things like copulation. We often talk about pleasure of bodies. And one of the things that I noticed uh, for me was that when I started to make promises uh, that I couldn't fulfill, even if it were towards myself, that it was creating a lot of discomfort in my body and unease, like disease in the body. So part of the pleasure zone is to break free of all the places that we are actually not choosing to have ease or pleasure, to start choosing that. So if you have ever in this embodiment uh, we're going to start with this embodiment because there's a lot around past embodiments as well. So if in this embodiment, you know, even today, have you made any promises to yourself? Like, I will never hire somebody again that just can't do the job that I would like them to do. Or I will never, I will never. Oh, uh, yeah. So we put all this stuff onto ourselves, like this immense weight of trying to achieve perfection. Um, these promises sometimes are like a dedication to utopian ideals of perfection. And what if they just aren't realistic? Like, what if they don't work for you at all? So what I'm really wondering about now is like, other than promises, um, you know, because sometimes, you know, committing to your life is different than making a promise to yourself. And how is it different? That's a great question. I'm not sure, but I do get the energy is different. So let's play with that a little bit. And one of the things that I kind of get on that is that commitment to yourself is when you get an energy that's a contribution to you and you go, I'm choosing this. Uh, 
at choosing this with the awareness that this is contributing to me. And to me, a promise is something that sometimes you make as a default of like, um, instead of say, um, saying to yourself, okay, well, I'm choosing something that's greater, promising. So I wanted to look that up because anybody who's ever listened to my show knows I love checking these things out. So promise is both a verb and a noun. Um, and in the 14th century, promise meant a pledge or a vow, uh, a guarantee or an assurance. Um, essentially what it means now, right? So that is interesting that to me, that's actually not changed um, at all. So there's also, um, as a verb, is that you can be promising something to somebody, um, as in like you can promise land uh, to somebody. Um, and it was used in a biblical term that, and I'm going to bring up biblical terms today on the pleasure zone. So the promised land is a reference to the land of Canaan promised Abraham. That is according to Etima Online, Etim Online, my, one of my favorite places to find um, meanings of words. So the the promise, the pledge of the vow. So in Axis, we do this thing of, oh, I'm just noticing some chat in the background and there's some people flying out and flying in. So the pledge of the vow, in, in Axis, we have this thing where uh, we choose to, if you choose to, you can. Every day, you can destroy and uncreate all your promises, vows, and oaths that you have uh, in your relationship to yourself, to your business, to your money flows, to your children, to your husband, to yourself, uh, to the planet, like anywhere that you're making pledges, vows, commits, oaths, fealties, commealties. So, what are those things? So, you know, vows, you know, are something that's usually spoken. Um, as in, like, when you get married, you have your vows that you speak loud and that people witness. Uh, promises are something that you can usually do with yourself. However, you can pledge them out loud, too. Pledging your allegiance to the queen. However, that's more, um, I believe that's what a fealty is when you pledge it to the queen. And I'll check that out when we go on a break. Um, and I know one of them, I know a fealty is either commitment to the queen or a chameleon commitment to the queen, but I will find that out when we go uh, on to break, because right now I'm not so clear on it. But, oh, actually I am. It's a fidelity or an homage sworn by a vassal to his overlord for faithfulness. So there you go. Um <laughs> Now you guys know that that's what a fealty is. So the commealty is actually a blood oath. Um, so, you know, sometimes, and I personally haven't done this in this lifetime, people have taken like blood oaths to each other, um, you know, and, and there are different ceremonies throughout the world where people do these blood oaths where, you know, cut your finger, share your blood, now your blood sisters, blood brothers. Um, there are... And different ceremonies in different um, countries where, uh, you know, different things like voodoo are practiced and there is there are blood right rituals that are incorporated into that. So uh, that's not my field of expertise. I have uh, just a touch of awareness on that stuff. So um, please feel free to investigate that further on your own. But what I do know is that we have throughout the ages, throughout probably since we chose embodiment uh, on the planet, you know, four trillion years ago, that we've been 
finding ways to lock each other into things through vows, commitments, oaths, promises, swearings. Um, you know, so when you go to court, you have to swear upon the Bible, and that's a swearing. And there are all kinds of these things that we're actually continually choosing to do to kind of lock ourselves into a no-choice universe. Aren't we adorable? So if I'm going to make any promise, it's I promise that I choose a choice universe and I will commit myself to choosing and choosing and choosing again and creating and choosing. Um, even there, though, there is a bit of a, an energy for me that is like, well, that's still funky. Like there's still... So what else is possible beyond these things of commitments um, and beyond these promises? So if we actually lived without them, if we lived without promising ourselves anything, um, and one of the things, I wonder what that would be like for one. And, uh, you know, sometimes when people choose to say stop smoking or stop sex addiction, they're like, I promise, I promise I won't do it ever again. And they're promising themselves, I won't smoke again, I won't drink again, uh, I won't screw everybody on the planet again. Um, you know, all these places where I won't go shopping like a maniac again until I have no money. Like there are so many places where or overeating or whatever. And there's so many places where we have these addictions and we try to promise ourselves out of them. No, no, I promise I won't do it. Or to others. No, I promise I'm never going to drink again. Stay with me. I heard that one a lot in my past relationship. Um, and the thing is, you there is an awareness that you'll have that when somebody promises you something, that the energy kind of goes, and you know that what they're saying isn't true to them, and it isn't going to be true to you. So instead of buying the promises that somebody's giving you as, you know, at face value, well, they promised, instead of buying them at face value, would you please be willing to perceive the energy behind what they are saying to you? communicating with you energetically and even if they're saying to you no i promise i'll call you on saturday promise i'll see you uh get the energy behind it you know what they're saying maybe is really i'd really like to see you and in reality i know that's not going to show up so instead of buying their promises true and real and getting yourself worked up please acknowledge what you know that you know and perceive you of what's really showing up and what they're really saying and just trust that you know what you know instead of getting yourself all worked up. So we're going to head off to break and we'll talk more about promises when we come back from break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What does optimal cell health mean, and how can you create it? Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy by Swiss Bionics 
can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melissa Yelenich, and today the topic is, what was that promise that you made? Because there's so many places uh, in our lives that we make you know, promises to everyone, everything, and including ourselves. Um, and I'm having a great reminder right now as my daughter's about to come home from school on the bus, and um, she'll, she loves to remind me, Mama, you said that we would do this today. Shit, man. How many promises do you make to our children, to the children of the world? We'll look after you. We'll do what you like. We'll have fun. I promise. We'll have fun. Uh, and then we just don't deliver. So everywhere that we are actually doing that and creating upset <laughs> instead of joy, uh, how about instead of just destroying it and creating it, because it is just a pile of stupidity, how about if we just choose to be more aware of it? Um, and go, okay, so notice, start to notice when you're like, go into promising anybody, anything. If you start to notice, like, as you say to your kid, no, I promise tomorrow I'll play with you. I promise after work, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden you get this contract that comes in and you're like, wow, I just got a contract. And your kid's like, hi, you said you'd play with me. And you're like, frig. So all those times, instead of going to the promises, how about if you just check the energy of that, like just really catch that and go, huh, interesting. I was just about to promise something. And also for me, um, I know that sometimes I promise things like I'll promise things to my daughter so that I can get out of having to do them in that moment. No, I promise I'll do it tomorrow because right now I don't feel like it. Uh, somehow tomorrow I think I will. And that's a lie, right? <laughs> like the thing is, it's like, yes, I'd like to spend time with you to my daughter. And at the same time, it's like, I can't guarantee it. I could be dead. I could have something show up. The house could burn down. And so these promises that we make um, can actually create a lot of devastation for, you know, anybody in our lives who truly like, if they're not really willing to listen to the energy behind what we're saying, um, like, I'd really like to spend time with you. The reality is it's probably not going to happen. Um if they're if they're not willing to perceive that energy, then really we're just like setting our everybody up for a world of hurt. So, how about we acknowledge um, when we're about to go into that and go, mm, "That's interesting. Just about made a promise." 
uh, okay, what else is possible here? So instead of going to promise, what else can we be or do different? Instead of promising our children, our lovers, our family. And this is a season where people are committing to all kinds of things. You know, um, I got Santa coming and can talk about this for the next 10 seconds. So, you know, there's a lot of promises that are made there. Like, if you're really good, you're going to get your, you know, the things you're asking for. Um, and it's a really interesting um, thing that we have created a lot of um, mechanisms to ensure promises will be made. Like we've created marriages, relationships, uh, contracts for work. We've created all kinds of places where we've actually vowed to different things and promised different things that we often never follow through on. And sometimes we promise to be naughty. That's very true. Um, that was a little comment in the back. So I promise to be naughty too. And I found out last night that there, that, um, my daughter acknowledged that my lover, she's like, well, Mike, if, if, let's say if you're the naughty and mommy's the nice list, I'm somewhere right in the middle. I was like, well, aren't you brilliant? And how true is that? <laughs> so, um, and really, what if we are all kind of like right in the middle, but <laughs> what if we don't have promise to be so, so good? Because the reality is, is we just like being naughty sometimes, and it's not such a wrongness. Um, and the funniest thing is I was looking up the word naughty uh, a while ago, just out of curiosity. It doesn't mean that you're misbehaving. It actually means that you're like sexually active. That's like from the 14th century, kind of like women who would be choosing to do that outside of marriage were naughty uh, or in marriage. So woohoo to all the naughtiness going on out there. Cheers to you guys. And <laughs> so, wow, that was a sidetrack from promises, but uh, there is something in there too, I'm sure. So the, the promise thing uh, really became big for me this last few weeks as uh, you know, I said yes to the big ring and uh, I've had, you know, I've had a lot of feedback from people like, oh my God, that's so exciting. You're getting married. You know, never had so many likes on Facebook as I did with that. I think like over 500 likes. I'm like, woohoo, I should announce, you know, wild things like engagements are often. I get a lot of likes. So it's the first time I've announced an engagement. So I'm very uh, thrilled that people were liking it um, and like 5 million comments. So it was very sweet. And it's been um it's been a really interesting thing to look at um as now even though we're you know keeping our wedding ceremony really really small we've and my producer Carol is saying now I'm stuck that's right Carol I've screwed myself <laughs> I promised and that's it and there's an end to that so everything that brings up we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion right wrong good bad pock bottle nine shorts boys and beyonds so it was actually a really kind of funny um, circumstances that came up with that around the promise. So, you know, we're calling family. We're saying, oh, okay, yeah, we're, we're engaged. You know, uh, the feedback was all very different. My mom was saying, oh, yeah, I already knew that was going to happen because nothing is a surprise to my mother. You know, um, Hiroshima could reoccur and she'd be like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen uh, just very casually. And, uh, she, there's all kinds of stuff, you know, she's just very casual about it, you know, my uh, my lover, and I'm going to continue to refer to Mike as my lover, even when the ring goes on my finger, because I enjoy him as my lover, and 
when uh you know when we called his father his father overjoyed like it was the biggest news of the century and um my father went right to a whole other place my my father was like you know mike is a good guy he's handsome and hard working and the women like him somebody else is going to take him i was like wow thanks dad <laughs> my family's point of view of marriage is all very very different and and so what that's brought up for us is like we were attempting to be accommodating to just these three people to allow them to show up at our at our wedding ceremony um and you know we sort of like made a commitment to the like allow them to show up and it's even to have three people show up on the same day from various places of ontario has created like mayhem so it's very funny and and then we have a uh, a quite possibly special other guest arriving from Toronto Mississauga area that I'm so thrilled will be showing up to um and uh awesome so thank you and she knows who she is and she's listening right now so um i i'm like the whole thing about promises has become so like in my face with this going on and um, all these people that I've known in my whole life whose weddings I've gone to, I don't even know how many weddings I've gone to in my life, well over a hundred, uh, maybe more, I don't know. Um, and I I know that a lot of people, it's kind of comes from the tradition that I, that I was raised in was like, if you go to somebody's wedding, you invite them to your wedding and oh, there's so many like people who could be disappointed. It's very interesting because uh, until the ring went on the finger, we're just like living our lives, living in this house, having a great old time and everything's like, you know, woo uh, And now all these questions are coming up. Like, what do we actually do? Do we celebrate? Like, do we have a party? Will people show up? Like, who would like to show up? Like, what are we going to create? What would be an invitation to people? Like, there's so many interesting questions that have uh, out of these promises that we've uh, made to each other to do this wedding thing, um, this wedding thing that we're doing, you know, this marriage thing that we're doing. Um, and even in this marriage thing, we've been discussing, like, our, do we have requirements for vows? So we've talked to our um, the person who's going to do the officiating of our wedding, because uh, we, we kind of just thought, can we just sign a paper and make this happen? But no, you can't, not in Ontario. You actually have to be officiated for your wedding, and you have to have people, you know, witness it and stuff like that. It's like, okay, interesting. So... And then we were joking uh, about, you know, what could our vows and promises be to each other. Uh, and as much as my partner uh, and lover is not uh, in access, he's taken access classes and he hears me use access terminology all the time. So he was uh, creating his own vows and he said, I think we should do something really fun like I choose you in this 10 seconds, I choose you in this 10 seconds, now I choose me in this 10 seconds, and I choose me in this 10 seconds, and now I don't choose you in this 10 seconds, and now I choose you in this 10 seconds. I'm like, yeah, no, there's a good vow, and my father will fall over, <laughs> and my mother will laugh, and his father will be totally confused. So um, the funny thing is, is like uh, the promises that we are actually choosing to make are completely different so we're uh, looking at where we can work what the system requires of us into what we desire and one of the things um, that we're looking at is like where we can actually choose that we are saying that we are actually promising to commit to our own lives and our own happiness and our own joy in our own selves and in our own development our own growth like all those things that are actually have to do with ourselves and then you know to promise uh, to co-create a life together for as long as it's fun 
So that's a lot different than promising to co-create a life forever and ever. It's like we can, you know, promise to create uh, a life for as long as it's fun, which for me is way more interesting and true to what I would like than uh, than some of these forever and ever all men things. Because really, truly, we're infinite beings. So when we're done with this embodiment, we've committed and promised ourselves for all eternity when we do that. Um, in the back end, I've got uh, my producer, Carol, saying that her sister's also a wedding officiant, and the shortest wedding she ever did was one and a half minutes. Woohoo! I can do that. I think I can pull off one and a half minutes. That's awesome. How does it get any better than that? So the thing about choosing, like choosing something like this, is really, um, you know, what are we choosing this for? It's just like really fun and interesting for me. It's like my dad said, do you have to get married? Like, are you pregnant? And I'm like, Dad, I don't have to anything. I, I didn't get married the last time I had a child, so there's no have to in my universe on that. Uh, he said, so you're choosing it? Like, you can choose this? I'm like, yeah, Dad, I'm I'm just choosing it. And my dad, like, shocked, you know, European, old school, uh, you know, grew up in Europe, wartime, like, all that. You just get all that energy of him? Cool. And, like... For him, knowing that there is actually a choice in the world and that you can choose to get married just because you enjoy the person's company and you'd like to because, hey, it might be fun, um, is so out of his realm of scope of, like, reality that it took him, like, 20 minutes to really get that we're choosing this because we're choosing it because we'd like to choose it because it's a fun thing to choose right now. And if we ever choose to unchoose it, then we'll unchoose it. And for this 10 seconds, we're choosing it. So... Uh, it's been it's been quite the adventure with that. Um, now that you guys have heard my whole backstory on my uh, engagement and stuff, it's it's I um, got engaged a couple weeks ago, so I just had lots of other people on the show uh, as guests to talk about other things. And now this week I'm talking about this. So when we come back and break, we're going to talk more about promises and get some more clearings in on the promises that we have made that are stopping us from choosing any greater. When we come back from break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show, with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, 
The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.FM. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and tonight our conversation is all about what was that promise that you made? And uh, in the 90s, I was like really big into Jim Morrison, and one of the lyrics to his songs, and I'm not going to sing it for you guys, is what was that promise that you made? And, and I, uh, that lyric kind of always like was with me, and I was like, well, what is that? Like, So it's the topic of today's show. And... One of the things that I am aware of, too, is that there are a lot of people who do this this uh, thing, too. I promise that I'll never break a promise, right? So it's like, if I make a promise, I always fulfill it. I have actually heard people say that. And how many times is that actually true? So one of the things when somebody promises to us, we often uh, really, truly desire that they're telling us um, the truth, like that they are going to fulfill whatever the promises we truly truly like in our hearts like oh it's like such a big thing that if somebody would just fulfill the promise that they made it could be like the whole world could change and shift open and like you know the birds fly and the butterflies fly out of your and everything's joyful and the thing is it doesn't always show up does it right so very very rarely is and also the promise, when somebody promises you something, um, there's often like an energy behind it, right? So uh, whether it's that they're never going to fulfill it or that they are going to fulfill something, however, what are you reading into it that they're not actually offering energetically? So sometimes people also promise and really, really good salespeople will promise you the world. If you buy this program for $3,000. I'm going to increase your business 25-fold in the next five minutes. You're like, oh, my God. And so those those are promises, too. So, you know, we buy these promises from things like ads, other people, and we really, truly desire that these things that they're selling us are real and true and uh, love for them to be real and true. And then we're not really willing to be aware of where they're not true. So how about we choose to be more aware of that? So what energy, space, and consciousness can we and our bodies be to be the promise breakers we truly be? And everything that doesn't allow that will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, bock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So if you your whole life have found that you buy promises that people have been given you and you're like, oh my God, they just they lied to me again. The only reason you're getting upset about that or bent out of shape about it is because you're not willing to be aware of where they're not really, really going to fulfill the order that they, you know, fulfill the the thing that they're giving you, the promise they're giving you, the thing they're selling you. So if you're willing to be aware of where 
of where you're willing to break promises, then you'll be willing to be aware of where others will break promises. So what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the promise breaker you truly be? And everything that doesn't allow that to show up with total ease will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, online, shorts, boys, and beyond. And sometimes we do that, like, promise-making like I was saying, just to like divert conversation or divert people um, from actually having to commit to something uh, in that moment, from actually having to choose. So it's not, sorry, it's not so much about committing as it is choosing in that moment. Like instead of going, hey, I promise I'll do that tomorrow, just saying, that's not fun for me. I'm not choosing it. So wherever we're not truly willing to honor ourselves and instead are making promises for things that we know we're never going to fulfill. Can we destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So everywhere where you're diverting attention and energy, instead of acknowledging what's really going on for you and making promises that you're never going to fulfill, will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, pop, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So... So step one, again, is like acknowledge where you're about to go into promise before it even comes out of your mouth. And if it has come out of your mouth, just like, whoa, I just promised you something and I'm pretty darn sure I'm not going to fulfill that. Um, you can acknowledge it to yourself first. You can acknowledge it to the other person and just go, can we look at that differently? Like instead of that promise I just made with you, like, can we just try and uncreate that and like look at it differently and... Um, if it's fun for me, I'll choose it. I had a friend about 15 years ago, and she's awesome. She never promised anything. Um, we would invite her to parties, and she would say, like, she would have different commentaries. She would be like, depends on where the wind's blowing that day. I'll see you, I'll see you what this says. Or else it, like, she was never, ever promised anything. And then whenever she would show up, it was just such like, woohoo! She's, she chose it. It was, like, really cool to have her choose things, because... Sometimes she wouldn't, you know, she, whatever she was choosing, it was never like a disappointment because she never promised to be there or not be there. It was always like, woohoo, she chose or didn't choose or whatever. Uh, there was such an ease with it. It was so lovely. Um, and there, I don't know a lot of people who actually are doing that right now. There's like, a, they would really, and so many of us are people pleasers, right? Holy lifting. So... Yeah, Eleanor. So Eleanor's in the chat room. Yeah, this woman uh, never promised anything, like, ever to me, to any of our, as friends, she never promised anything to our friends or uh, never would say, yeah, I'm going to be there, I'll see you that night. Never any of that. It was really um, fun and interesting to to be with her because the rest of us would be like, yeah, we'll see you Tuesday. And she's like, we'll see what shows up. Like, she was forever following the energy and never committing or promising anything to any of us. And um, she's still an embodiment as far as I know. It was her birthday a few weeks ago. Um, and, yeah, really, really cool person. And I, I liked her point of view on how she did that. Um, and so, yeah, these commitments that we've made to ourselves. So, um, so that's it. So Eleanor asked a great question. What's the difference between promise or commitment? So a, a promise they're saying um, in the old dictionary is a vow to something else. Um, and though a commitment can be as well, to me, a pro to me, it's only the difference is like 
something energetic. So let's say energetically. So is is a promise or a commitment different? Maybe not so much. Uh, there might be something slightly different, like um, committing to me has a sort of thing where it's like imprisonment, and promising wouldn't land me in jail where a commitment would. And so in the back end, thank you, Carol. A promise is saying that you'll jump off that cliff, and a commitment is actually doing it. Thank you. That's a great example. So committing is like putting yourself in that jail and a promise is like, well, I might come visit you. Um, I'll walk in there, but I'm not going to stick myself behind the bars with you. So that's great. And thank you for that question. So um, there was somewhere I was going. Yeah. So the promises that we've um, made to ourselves and the promises that we continue to perpetuate on to each other all the time. Um, there was some, somewhere I was going about the energy space and conscious ones, and I guess that's changed. So thank you for that. Um, and the, the times to, so being willing to not promise yourself anything. Like if you are going to commit to something, say for example, committing to choosing to have more a more expansive life, what if everything that you actually committed to was actually going to enhance your life, expand your life, um, and create more joy in your life. And, you know, instead, I mean, how many times have we committed to things that made our lives contract, made our money flows contract, our joy levels contract, our, uh, and the contractions that are not, like, going to create an orgasm eventually. These are, like, the contractions of, like, bleh. So, those kind of contractions that are just not creating the life that we would truly do and, and would like to have. So if we're going to commit to anything, would you be willing to have the commitment be to a more expansive, fun, joy-filled, um, expansive, what else words? All those words that are so uh, fun and bring like a sense of lightness into your world. Would you choose that um, over anything else? So... The Oh, the promises. I think where I was going to go with some more of the promise stuff. Yay, heck yeah, I'm going to choose that too. So the promise um, stuff, I know that uh, in my lifetime, I know, oh, this was an interesting one. Actually, I went to a funeral about maybe 15 years ago, and the fellow had died. Uh, we had this like ceremony for him that was really interesting that all of us, and I'd never been to one like this because I'd mostly been to like religious ceremonies for funerals and not so much of a spiritual ceremony. And in this ceremony, um, for letting go of the body, we all wrote down any promises or commitments that we had to this person, um, anywhere that we would actually be tied to them for all eternity. And we put them in a pot and burned them. And just did like a chant to like release all of like, I let go of all the promises that I have with you. I let go of all the promises you made to me. Um, this was before I was in access consciousness and it was such an incredible ceremony. Um, and there was a, such an ease that like the lightness, um, and the joy that filled everybody, uh, was so amazing. Like, so guys, if I happen to like, if you happen to know me when I leave this body, like, please. I would like that. I would like you to all just like destroy and uncreate anything you have with me. That would be wonderful. Um, and so we don't actually have to wait for somebody to die to do that. Although it's kind of a nice thing too. I just, I like that kind of the finality of it. 
although it's only that body, not the being. So just try and uncreate all the commitments to the being and to the body, whatever that was. So if you do have any commitments to anybody, in let's start with any um, oaths, vows, swearings, fealties, communities, commitments, bindings, and bondings that you have to you for keeping your life really, really small and minuscule. Let's destroy and uncreate all those times a godzillion and recant, rescind, recant, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy and uncreate them all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So any oath, vows, swearings, fealties, communities, commit, bindings, and bondings that you have to keeping your life minuscule and to not creating the life you truly desire, will you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So all the oath, vows, swearings, fealties, communities, commitments, bindings, and bondings that you have to keeping your life minuscule and really, really small. Will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So when we come back from break, uh, we will look at some more stuff around promises. Thank you. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What does optimal cell health mean? And how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins. And mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone, and I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. We've had a few comments in the back end, and I'll talk about those in a second. And uh, it actually inspired a thought that I'm having right now on that and awareness about um, making promises to people who maybe aren't even asking for you to promise anything to them. So 
where have you made promises to people that never even asked you to promise them anything? Or where have you made commitments to people that haven't asked for your commitment? So anywhere that you've made an oath, vow, swearing, fealty, community, commitment, promise to anybody that never actually asked for it, and that you're now regretting that you actually gave, and now you're beating yourself up for not following through, and they're beating you up for not following through, even though they never actually chose it. Will you destroy and uncreate all that nonsense times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds? Sometimes we're like, no, no, I promise I'll be with you. And they're like, but I don't want you to. So my ex used to do that. He's like, no, I'll, I'll, I promise I'll stop drinking and I promise we'll be together. And I was like, but I, I actually don't want to be with you. I want you to leave. And I would, I'd be breaking up with him. He's like, no, I promise I'll stay. I'm like, I didn't ask you to get the hell out of my life. Get away from me, you mm, mm, mofo. <laughs> and he would be like, no, no, no. Uh, so I got a lot of promises made to me in my life that I never asked for. And they would just piss me off. So plus I knew they were all lies, right? So how many promises have people given you that you never asked for that you knew were lies that you're like now holding on to, regretting, resenting, uh, reacting, resisting, aligning and agreeing with that's creating the life you now have? And will you now just try and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, round, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So, and I'm also aware that, you know, in our lives, we've got this lifetime and we've got multiple lifetimes, like past, present, future. And this is not linear. So, you know, if we're creating promises for our future, if we're creating promises for our past, from our past to our future, from our future to our now, holy God, all those promises that we're like putting in place, to prevent us from actually having choice. Let's destroy and uncreate all that times a god. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So, and I wonder too if we've actually planted promises to ourselves, you know, from a past life. Like in the next life, I promise that I'm never going to screw myself over. So any promises that we've made in, whoa, that just went really heavy. Any promises that you've made yourself or commitments that you've made yourself in another lifetime that you're now using to diminish you, will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Everywhere that you've made a promise, commitment, or an oath, or a vow, or a community, or a fealty, or a binding, or bonding, promise. With you from another lifetime for this lifetime to diminish you, will you just try and create all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Um, if you find your head feels like it's going a little rangy right now, please feel free to listen to this one repeatedly over and over and over and over and over again um, until it starts to lighten up because that just like brought up some funky, funky in my universe. <laughs> so. Um, wow. So how heavy are promises? Like, wow, is it something that we'd even like to keep choosing? And what else is possible? Um, and for me, uh, what I know is possible is choosing every 10 seconds. Like in this 10 seconds, I choose something. In this 10 seconds, I choose something. And that when I am aware that I'm creating these promises or, you know, whether it's with my daughter or my lover or whatever, um, I am really aware that 
I can just stop in that moment and go, okay, I destroy and uncreate all that. And now what else can I create? What can I create that would be joyful? What would be allow for more choice um, and for more evil of us? Whew. So on that note, I'd like to talk, uh, I'll just get yeah, like, we're just going to divert right now. And I want to thank everybody for, for being on this uh, show and listening. And, um, and before I go, I'm actually going to be, uh, playing with a sweet dear friend of mine on December 11th through 14th at a foundational level one class in Mississauga, Ontario. So anybody who's listening to this class right now and they're curious about access, they'd like to take some access classes. There is a bars class on the Wednesday the 10th, uh, foundation, uh, Thursday the 10th, and a foundational level one the 11th through the 14th. So if you'd like to be part of that, I'll be at that foundation on level one. So if you'd like to come for squeezes and hugs, I'd love to see you there. Um, you can contact me. You can Facebook message me if you like. You can Facebook message. So Melitza Jelinek, you can Facebook message me or you can send me an email through my website, www.melitzajelinek.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. Um, send me a note and I will get you that info. Uh, as easily as I can and uh, my friend so my friend Christine McIver will be the one that is facilitating that and um, in the meantime I've got some really fun cool programs coming up you can chat out on my website as well so for Saturday in January I'm doing something called bust open your psychic self as a monthly telecall and that monthly telecall will be about an hour to an hour 15 minute class once a month to start to explore what you truly know and the cool thing about what you truly know is that it can permeate all areas of your life. So it's not just about, you know, going out and putting up your shingle and saying you're a psychic, but you can use your knowing for everything and anything. And I would love to have you guys join me on that call. Um, I've also got an eight-week telecall coming up around February, so you can join both of them. You can join one of them. i got some other points coming up um, called Questionable Tarot, where you can get a uh, a card a week as part of a group reading for the whole crew. Everybody will get um, one card a week as a collective reading with lots of questions um, to enhance your life. And a portion of that money is going to be going to another friend of mine's organization called Amrock, which gifts um, education, money for education for women in Bangladesh to uh, teach their teach the women to teach their children. Um, have a great week. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.